I think we're ready for episode two. Oh, I need my notes. Notes, huh? Not ready. Yeah, I'm going to take notes on the things that you say. Oh, gosh. You were doing that yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Scary. I was trying to write. We were playing video games. And I was trying to write down how I visualize the title for the episodes. Smoosh Attack. And as I was writing, you thought that I was... Taking notes of what I was taking saying. Taking notes about what you would say. So that's well, because I would say something and you were like, interesting. And then you're <laughs> like writing it just happened to be about that and not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had every reason to believe. All right. So what I'm going to do is uh, take notes on what we think this episode should be about. Okay. Okay. So oh, like a brainstorming sesh. Yes. Okay. So I have... That's the that's the tricky part is I put it on you and I was like, please never tell me what the episode is about because I'll overthink it way too much and then it won't be, like, genuine. Mm-hmm. So... But I guess if we're brainstorming right now and then we do it, then... That's what's funny about it. Yeah. We already have topics in my head that <clears throat> we could talk about. Mm-hmm. Right Bra- now. Brainstorming would be. I see your first note says teacher. You were a teacher once, weren't you? I was. Okay. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I've processed enough of that trauma yet to talk about it. <laughs> so is... Well, you don't have to talk about the trauma of being a teacher, all the bad parts. What, what kept you being a teacher? Mm. Okay, next. We're brainstorming, right? Okay, so I'll scratch that one out. Well, keep it, but it's something else. Keep it for what? It's an idea, but we're brainstorming. So. Okay. So you don't want to talk about teaching, <clears throat> is what I'm saying. I don't know. I, w- I just happen to see your notes. Let's just keep going. Well, you're overanalyzing. I know. Because you looked at my notes as I was writing. I have one word written down. <laughs> And it's just teacher. Okay. Okay, pause. Time out. <laughs> Don't go, listen. Go to the bathroom. You have a thing in your teeth. Don't hit that. Just calmly go to the bathroom. Everything's fine. What if I just pick it? You do whatever you need to to get out. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is unairable. If oh, you... my. Yeah. I'm going to need some floss, so. I'll just excuse myself. Let me see. Yeah, I get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is he doing? O'Malley? I don't know. Oh, she said good catch. Still trying to decide what episode two should be about. First episode was just kind of a ramble. 
I'd like to apologize for anything I said. I did disclose in the beginning that I don't know anything about the world. I don't. I only know what's happening inside of my brain at the time. Okay, Heather's coming back. Well, we got dead air. You just want me to keep it on dead air this whole time? I thought you said pause, that you are going to pause it. Why? Well, I'm not going to stand up. It. I'm not going to stand. Oh my God, you brought it up here. Well, just in case I need it later. In case something flies into your mouth. <laughs> yeah. While we're. Yeah. You brought Foss up here. <laughs> Do I have anything? No. Hmm. Not that I can see. All right. Um, so that's. So teaching's out for this go around. I just don't know if it's an appropriate topic for, like, our second podcast. What is an appropriate topic? I don't know. I guess it would be... Kittens and puppies? (laughs) Huh? It's not a bad idea. Um, Write that one down. And puppies. (laughs) And then um, we have the old tired concept of suffering from success. I'm tired of talking about that now. Oh, why? Well, because I already talked about it like three times. Mm. I'll come up with something else to talk about. Yeah, a new Ethanism. What is that? Ethanism? Is that a term that you use? Yeah. Hmm. Well, don't. Okay. So, there is that, and then I, oh, well, Dinkwad's that has something to do with puppies and kittens. Oh, yeah. What does that stand for? Double income, no kids with a dog. Yeah, so I don't know who, what generation this term belongs to. Millennials, perhaps? Dinkwads? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, dual income, no I th- kids. Th- I don't think it's discriminatory. It can belong to whoever's an adult with double income. No kids and a dog. Mm-hmm. Why, why don't we have kids? Is that the topic? Well, I guess, why are we dinkwads? <clears throat> I just don't feel like it. Yeah, the same. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of reasons, but yeah, that's probably number one. Mm-hmm. Not okay. interested at the moment. Mm-hmm, hmm Okay, so... What's your favorite, kitten or puppy? Ooh. Like babies. Probably pigs, like little baby piglets. That wasn't an option. I said kittens <laughs> Kittens or puppies is what I but said. But then you said baby, like animals. You well, open up the floor. Oh, sorry. To specify, like they're babies, like mm-hmm. when the puppies are doing that little cry mm-hmm. thing. What is when they do that little bark type thing when they're puppies? What noise is that? Like a cry? Yeah, like their little cries. That's cute, isn't it? Yeah, and they're little like... They ba- they make like piglet noises. Yeah. So probably puppies because they're more like piglets than kittens. But they don't... But you wouldn't want a pig. You would want Who's a baby pig. Well, we do like the movie... We do like babe. the movie Babe. Mm-hmm. And babe to babe pig, pig in the city. Pig in the, c- <laughs> the city. Um, Probably my top two. 
favorite movies. Of all time. Yeah. Directed by George Miller, also, who directed Mad Max Fury Road, one of my <laughs> favorite movies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more partial to the first babe. I mean, it's a great, one. it's a classic story. Um, I think that I like Babe, Pig in the City because obviously like I first watched those movies when I was little and it just had more animals. So I just liked the variety. They did have the hotel full of yeah. animals and the chimpanzees. Yeah. I'm still not sure. Yeah. About the use of monkeys because at, I don't know if they were good guys or bad guys. I guess they had their own motive. Yeah. Oh, like how they're portrayed in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, were they good or bad? It's complicated. I think they were like. He saved the goldfish. They thought that they were like better than everyone else, and then they realized that like they're all animals. Whoa! There's like a. Were they saying that there's like classes in the animal Ooh. society? Is this gonna be a? Write that topic down. <laughs> Babe, big in the city. Classism, Ruby. Classism. <laughs> Maybe. Socioeconomic statuses. <laughs> and that one dog that was going to eat him, yeah. the bridge part, he saved him. Yeah. And then he was all of a sudden like a... Cause, yeah. Because he probably was never shown love, love. before. Yeah. And then I mean, babe, he was t- tied up, chained up. We, and we'll, then he was shown kindness. We'll do a Babe and Babe Pig in the City movie review. Yes. We'll do one episode each. Each. I feel like I could fill that time up, yeah. Well, just watch them and then <laughs> babe to... Commentate. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's a good topic. Yeah. Um. Well, kitty... Okay, kittens or puppies? You said probably puppies. <sighs> yeah. Kittens are really, like, entertaining, though. I think that puppies are cuter. Kittens are, like, more interesting. It's like you can you can understand dogs, but cats you'll never really get fully. Mm-mm. Like they're like roommates. Yeah. But dogs are like, yeah, your BFs. Companions, yeah. Best friends and roommates. Mm-hmm. Okay, classism and babe, <laughs> and babe two. It's really just babe. Well, it's also babe one. They say. They're going to take the farm. Things are the way they are. Like, accept your role as a pig. Mm. That's the yeah. whole movie. And mm-hmm. then he overcomes. Because he tries to be a sheepdog, yeah. And he becomes a sheepdog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably, out, not outgrowing, but like, it's. I know George Miller didn't just make a movie about pigs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then Mad Max Fury Road is also about classism. That's just driving from point A to point B, back to point A, that whole movie. Yeah, but... <laughs> nothing happens. If you say, nothing happens in the story in Mad Max. Like, you know how much... Matter. Do you know how much happens in Mad Max Free Road? Yeah. There's a, a, a gratuitous shot of a guy with a guitar that shoots flames out of it. Mm-hmm. Movie review, Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. Well, we're, call it the George Miller trilogy. Yes. Because, babe... <laughs> Babe trilogy. Two. Well, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and then funny. Mad Max is in the far future. Okay. There's no more animals. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's good. That's good. 
Next we have um, favorite moment in a national Ooh, park. Okay. okay. Or no, no, no. This will get harder. Mm-hmm. Favorite moment on a official go there do that adventure. So just anywhere we've been. Because every trip we go on is an official. Well, you go on those van trips with your friends. Mm-hmm. You don't really bring a camera with you or document anything, so. What? Oh, like. The girls' trips. Yeah, yeah, In the van. Yeah. Those don't count. Okay. So favorite. I'm going to pick one moment from one of those trips on purpose. Oh, from a girls' trip? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't count. Tell, wait, okay, so there are times when Heather goes on these girls' trips in the van with her friends, and one of your favorite moments is within one of those trips. Was it when y'all were asked if y'all were there for the softball tournament? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> okay, so. Top five favorite moments. Okay. Can you name them? On an on a go there do that adventure. Just any moment in your life. Oh my gosh. From twenty twenty to now. Oh. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so. What can you name them? Oh, right now. Do you have them in your head? So I'm confused. So are we? We're brainstorming, and then we're talking about each topic, or is this like a brainstorming sesh for like future topics? There's literally zero rules to any of this. <laughs> like, I, okay. So you can talk. We're going to ask you. Do can you? Question. Oh, we're saving that for later, right? <clears throat> we're saving teaching for later. We're saving. We got. Actually finished kittens or puppies, mm-hmm. so that one's actually done now. Um, oh, I thought we were gonna like talk about kittens and puppies. We can if you want to. <clears throat> Do you want to talk about kittens and puppies? Not right now, no. Okay, so I'll moving, probably cry. Moving on. Okay. Classes and babe and babe two. Okay. Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. Smoosh. Yeah, we, smoosh will <laughs> smoosh be. could be. Multiple topic. We're writing Smoosh down. He's back there. Um, he's probably about Making to unplug habit. the whole thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. You oh see him, gosh. right? You can see him a little bit. Okay. Oh, my. Okay, so if All we right. ignore him, maybe he'll stop. He won't. He likes the attention. Okay, so we're getting off track here. Okay. We really need to focus on... Well, so top five favorite moments later. Okay. This is really just me thinking of things as I can think of them. And you're like, can we talk about that later? <laughs> and I say yes. Like, I'm just literally thinking. The whole podcast is just. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm just trying to think of things. And I we... could probably do, I guess, top five moments. Well, I need a second. Okay. So what do you want to talk about until then? I can't talk about something else while I'm trying to think about that. So we're going to take 30 minutes. <laughs> we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back I once Heather's done. I just need a done. moment. 
my brain just went blank. Like, it's literally like, I'm like trying to be like, think about these moments. And it's like, no. So my <laughs> top five moments okay. are, okay, so right now, as I can say them, how long is a moment? I'm not really sure. It could be described as, how long, what? <laughs> what? So your strategy, I'm like, give me a moment, because I want to like really think out my answer. And then you just start talking, like you just start saying words and travel to like your thoughts. Okay, I got it. It's funny. It's Zion, okay. Yosemite, Kenai, Denali, Guerrero. That's just naming places. Though, but I have not moments, moments for each one of those. Okay. How long is a moment? Okay. Okay. Because it could be the entirety of Zion, or it could just be Angel's Landing. Mm, I would say a moment is not, can't be like a whole trip. Yes. It, it could be... So the moment we made it to the top of Angel's Landing, and the moment... Is this in order? Or just your top five? I'm trying to define a moment with you, right? Yeah. But yeah. You're right. Because then it's the moment when you were up on top, and that's when you realize that you are more powerful than you previously had thought. Because you see, you, you didn't really see the top. You kept thinking the top was like a lot closer than it actually was. Mm. And you're like, it's just right here, right? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's you kept just... lying. And then, and then we got to the top eventually. But it was really, you know, it was cool. Yeah. Because there is a point at Angel's Landing, uh, Zion National Park, uh, the Narrows is where you see like the chains... You have to grab onto the chains to go up to a, a certain point, and you could literally fall off super easy. Yeah, it's very intimidating. And so there's like a halfway point. You do a little bit of the chains, and you're like, yeah. oh, that wasn't so bad. And then you just see this giant like spire Straight up. go up. And I actually have that on video of Heather looking back at me, staring at that spire. Yeah, <laughs> and she was I like, felt like I had been duped. Yeah, <laughs> and she was. She was duped. But I'm also, like, very stubborn, so I had made it to that point, so I was, like, really terrified, but I also was not going to turn around, because I can't get to that point and then not do it. She can't, and so she was duped, because yeah. I actually had done Angel's Landing in 2016, and, well, see, the Narrows is a competitor. That's why I just said Zion, because yeah. those are in the same boat for me because at the narrows in 2016 i got there i was there with friends but i had heard the narrows was really cool really great but i turned around at the front when you first start going to the narrows and i said i'm gonna wait for heather we were dating then mm -hmm. and so uh thankfully i didn't feel stupid because <laughs> We did come back four years later yeah. to the Narrows, and we we didn't go super far. Like, we didn't go all the way, because it's yeah. like... 16 miles. You can literally crazy. Camp, yeah. camp inside of the Narrows with, like, water. There's actually some people who passed away in the Narrows, because it's, like, flooded. You always flooded. go dark, yeah. Well, the... Yeah, when I you know. go start yeah. going on Angel's Landing, it says this many people have died since this day. Yeah, that's day. true, yeah. Like, it's you're out there. It's, yeah, things can happen. It's not a. Yeah. It's not Disneyland. You can't <laughs> sue Mother Nature like if you break your ankle. Yeah. You know, like 
you're you're going up this mountain and then you get hurt or you can definitely get hurt mm-hmm. and you have to be careful yeah so the narrows that's what the narrows is mm-hmm. you have to be careful it's very cold water yeah we have to wear like special gear mm-hmm. and so i don't know waiting for you for four years was kind of cool special moment for you yeah but i didn't like expect it to happen late i was like well you know if it happens it happens but would be cool if it did and then that was also because well, at that point it's not like we had even done like the biggest trip we'd taken together was like going to schlitterbahn together it's so it's not true it was normal to be like i would like to come back with heather but also maybe not not even like thinking like that we would break up but just because like we didn't even know if that was, like, something we liked to, to do as a couple yet or could do. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, before you go camping with somebody or even adventuring, like, if you're... There's many qualities, infinite number of things in a person that you would look for to be... A, what's the opposite Compatible? of a red flag? Mm, green flag. Green flag. <laughs> See, some green flags in somebody where they're, like... Yep, they're cool this way, this way, this way. Mm-hmm. But how compatible are you when you adventure? Like when you try something new, that's actually something. Mm. I never know. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it now. But mm-hmm. but yeah, what's your adventuring? How good are you with trying new things? Mm. That is kind of a thing that people ask for, right? Likes to try new things. That's what they mostly say. Or like spontaneous is usually the way to, which I would not describe myself as spontaneous though. Yeah, but... I would say maybe, like, open-minded. Going outside of your comfort zone, like, Mm -hmm. do you possess that quality to be able to grow? Mm Because that's the only time you can actually grow, right? Is outside of your comfort zone, right? Right? If you don't try new things, you'll never learn something new. Mm. True. Hmm. So that's top one. It's a tie out of my top five. Okay. And Alaska Part 2, which yeah. w- Denali, when we stayed there. Mm-hmm. So that was just really cool in itself. Mm-hmm. But I feel like one of the, f- well, it's full of magic, right? Like Denali was clear and I got some really cool time lapses, mm-hmm. which apparent- we heard is rare. Yeah. And we flew around Denali too. Mm-hmm. So it's like this, the park is named after this mountain and we flew around it. Yeah. And it was really weird because it's like you're, besides climbing a mountain, I think, it's like as intimate as you can get with a mountain, if that's the right word. Maybe. Mm-hmm. maybe yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, when it, first time I was watching the time lapse I did with Denali, and it was just that. So if you go to our video, Denali Part 2, it's the, Heather says, I feel like I don't need to say it. It speaks mm-hmm. for itself, and it shows Denali just, and then the music kicks in. It's really cool, and then there's like a time lapse where the music what was that crescendos the, mm-hmm. the end of it, and I was I thought to, it's like a thought just pops into your head as you're doing something, and the thought I had was I could see how like Native Americans worshipped, yeah, in you know like all these Native Americans like worshipped. Mm-hmm like nature nature yeah because it's literally you can see 
like a wind, a storm, rain come from the mountain because yeah. it has its own weather system and it shoots out into the valley and you just look at it and you're like, thanks, because it's literally caused by the mountain, mm-hmm. like weather patterns. Mm-hmm. And we were lucky enough to get a clear day while we were there. Yeah, like it's just so, po- like it's powerful. Like mm-hmm. it is not just a piece of rock. Mm-hmm. But if I, Clearly. Need, if I need some rain and then this thing just swirls up a cloud and throws it at me, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Yeah. Just like if an apple tree gave me an apple, you know, like, yeah. same thing. Mm-hmm. But not saying I do worship nature or anything, but I thought, especially because it was a time lapse, it like sped up so I could see the clouds. Right. You know, swirling and stuff. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. But that's what I thought. Yeah. So there's Denali and just Alaska in general. We've yeah. been there three times mm-hmm. and each time is its own yeah. crazy thing. And we don't really go to the same place, Mm-mm. you know. And Kenai Fjords was the other one because of the story behind it. Because Heather, the way she books things, <laughs> is little. Got to be flexible. It's, it's very flexible. You have to be very flexible. <laughs> and we only had one night at the Kenai Fjords Glacier Lodge. Mm-hmm. Heather managed to find that so we had less than 24 hours for sure Mm -hmm. but it's a three-hour boat ride to get there from seward and then we get there and we get this orientation talking about how dangerous it is and how we can't we're so restricted with staying there and there's bears everywhere yeah it wasn't like specifically why it was dangerous is because it's very isolated so bears are very active because there's not a whole lot of people there, like, scaring them away. And then it is it is so isolated. So, like, we weren't allowed to go off hiking by ourselves because if you do, you know, slip and break your ankle, it's so hard, like, to get medical care. Uh, like, you'd, it'd be a three-hour boat ride back. So it wasn't that it was dangerous. You just don't have access to... Things in case danger does happen, I guess. It's in Alaska. It's like, far don't away. be afraid to visit Kenai Fjords. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's hard to get to though. There's so many places. Like, it's just hard to get to in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Like, we won't bring everywhere. It's just harder work. There's less facilities, utilities. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's that's why when you think of Alaska, it's like the survival last frontier. Yeah. yeah. And there's literally people out there just still cutting, making mm-hmm. their own cabins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kenai, though. Cool. Because we only had a short time there, but we made the most of it. And the sun stays up forever at, in the summertime. And it was there. Uh, we were there in July. Mm-hmm. And it, the day we were there, it was like their sixth or seventh, sixth and seventh day with no rain because in Kenai Fjords it rains all the time but we were there the two days it didn't rain and so well to one afternoon and one morning right and then the morning we were leaving we went on a kayak a guided kayak tour to Ialic Glacier and that was really cool mm-hmm because we barely managed to do that. Heather knows, you know this story more than me, though, because I wasn't signing us up 
Mm. What oh, yeah. Like, that was, like, the one thing that I wanted to do there. Like, I knew that we were there for, like, 24 hours. And so you they included in, like, the price to stay there is, like, excursions. And the one thing I wanted to do, because I knew we were only going to have time for one excursion, was to kayak in, like, that bay area. Because it's just beautiful. I mean, it's a glacier. Like, you're kayaking and there's, like these rock formations um in Kenai Fjords are just like incredible beautiful they look like nature made sculptures and then there's a freaking glacier like it's just incredibly beautiful and then you're like going through the water and the little chips of the glacier are like floating in the water it's just like completely magical experience that was the one thing I wanted to do but no one else was signed up for the excursion and like for them to do the excursions, like they only have so many guides. So you have to have like multiple people wanting to do the same excursion as you. And so I asked for that and they were like, we'll try, but like probably not. Like no one signed up for that right now. And then she, like they came back later and they were like, we got, we got two other couples to sign up for the kayak um, for the kayaking excursion. And so that was really exciting because we got to do like the one thing that I had like hoped for. And it was cool that they like kind of went the extra mile to make it happen. But then also I felt bad because yeah. So what well, we had the, we had the puppy dog eyes. We were like, Hey, can we just please like, mm-hmm. and they're like, can we, we're like, well then can we get another night here? And they're like, no. Which would have <laughs> meant that we like, like, we were literally going to miss our flight, but I was like, whatever, like, I'll rebook. I was going to teach summer school the day after we got back, but I was like, whatever, like, we'll figure it out. I just want to stay under the night here because this place is Narnia. Like, it was so crazy. Yeah. Sorry. But, I'll, no, don't apologize. It's, I'll, I was just making sure you were done talking. Yeah. It's good to have pauses. Um, yeah, all good things must come to an end. And we made the most of it. We saw a glacier calving. And this is actually the end of the Alaska trilogy. Because mm-hmm. um, we're on the kayaks and everything. We hear the glacier calving. And then our guide is like explaining it. And he's like, it's actually like miles away. And it looks really small. Mm-hmm. But it's actually super far. And we can't... He said we couldn't be... It didn't look small. Like it looked... Like it was close, mm-hmm. oh, but right. it's miles yes. away. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, we had to stay a certain number of miles away or something, mm, or like yards or something. A mile, meters, I don't know. Yeah, he says it in the video, but uh, he because it's a danger zone, we just flip over because mm-hmm. the waves caused by just glaciers falling will yeah. flip your kayak, which is crazy. Um, and then as all that's happening, a bald eagle flies over us and then Heather's like, you better have been recording or taking a photo or, and I'm like <laughs> literally recording it as it's flying. But yeah, yeah, it's a bald eagle that flies over us. And then the guide is like so much Alaska happening right here. Yeah, it's great. Then like... it ends. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a moment that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a moment that's really cool. And then. But I felt bad because. Like, we got to go down that, that excursion, and they, like, basically finagled these, like, two older couples into going with us. Okay. And one of them, one of them was, like, 
significantly like pretty older like they didn't go on the kayak ride because they like started to get in and it just like wasn't feasible and so they like left and went back to the lodge and so I felt bad about that because like kayaking is it's hard on you yeah you gotta crunch over and you gotta like crawl into (laughs) it like it's a whole thing I mean we didn't ask him but yeah I know more people yeah but yeah I that's the part you kind of wanted me to talk about right Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, these the, the ones other, that went with us, yeah, yeah, the other couple as we were coming back, and I wasn't recording because oh, I had brought the camera, but it's not like waterproof, so there were like touring boats that started because it was later in the day when we were coming back, so all these boats started showing up, making these giant ripples in the water awake mm-hmm. after them, and so we started to hit those and water started coming into our yeah, boat and I was I like holding the camera and so I wasn't like recording because I was leaving it off just in case that's what you're supposed to do but as we were coming back uh a whale um just jumps up out of the water and we're like watching it and then it's like going away but we we're standing there with the other couple mm-hmm. and the guide stayed behind with the kayaks and stuff but then uh <laughs> So I always tell this story, like he he comes up to me and <laughs> grabs me, grabs me by the the collar of my shirt. <laughs> emotionally, he emotionally did, I guess. he grabbed me by the collar of my shirt and he said uh, something along these lines. He said, "Now, whatever you do, do not wait to make more things happen like this. Like don't wait like I did. I barely fit into the boat." This other guy, you know, he didn't fit into the boat. Like, that was something that we all saw, and it, like, we were all watching it because he was too elderly. And he said, save up every penny, nickel, dime, whatever you have to do. Pull it from your couches. Who cares? Keep doing these things, and do not wait like I have. Don't make the same mistake as me. But it was like... When somebody gives, we didn't really know these people, and when somebody kind of gives you life advice, it's kind of like called for, but this was, we didn't know these people, but they were like telling us something, and it's like he couldn't help but say these things. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, oh my, like you too, please. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, so that's. It was an important moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like it was, like we don't know what we're doing. You know, no one does, but, like, I don't know. Like, we don't know if what we're doing is, like, what we're supposed to... It's probably not what we're supposed to be doing. But it's, like, I don't know if anyone that is, like, older is going to look back and be, like, I shouldn't have done all those things. I probably... incredible moments, yeah. Probably won't regret the things I'm talking about Right. right now. And that's what I try to fill most of my life up with mm-hmm. is those things. So, um, Basically, you validated us, so it was a good moment. Because <laughs> the fact was we were already there yeah. doing it already, and mm-hmm. we wouldn't have heard that had we not been there in the first place. Mm-hmm. But it, I guess if there's any, after you see a glacier calving and a whale in Alaska, yeah. and, the, and it's like, hey, you're just, kind of just like in a daze. In case you weren't sure about keep like just keep, yeah. go ahead keep doing it. like it was validating yeah, yeah. it's just like hey guys mm-hmm. just do whatever you whatever it takes mm-hmm. and so that's 
number two. Yeah. And then an hour later, we took the boat back to Seward because we were done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I think you're on your fourth moment. Oh. Because you, you counted your Zion moments as two, two mm. or one, I thought. You said they were one. It was like a tie. Okay. And then you did Denali, um, like the mountain. Mm-hmm. That's also a tie Kenai. with Kenai. It's all the same trip. A moment is an I'm not saying you trip. have to rank them, but you said top five. Yeah, I guess I can't think of any more right now. Okay. Anyways. I'll go. Well, I have fifth oh, That's three. I have the fifth we could one. Do to- oh. Well, we could say. That's the fourth. Zion had two. Denali had two. Okay. What was the second one in Denali? Kenai and Denali. Oh, sorry. Those sorry. are two different places. Alaska had two. That trip. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, we got Denali on my brain. Yeah. So the last one would be Switzerland. Mm. And for you, it's probably something different. But I've never felt what I felt in this moment coming up. And so in Guerreri, how do you say it? I don't know. Guerreri's. Like the cheese, Guerreri's cheese. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's where they make the cheese or whatever. Like that's where we were in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And we just had fondue, mm-hmm. and I said that you could dip your shoe in it and eat it, and it would be great because it's just they give you little bread mm-hmm. crumbs to dip in and mm-hmm. any yeah, that was cool. But then afterwards, it was you know we had to take the train back, and there was like a storm kind of floating in, and then we were walking away from the town, and then Heather says, "Hey, I think we should go back because you know you are the one that keeps us from walking off the." Mm-hmm. cliff sometimes but i'm also the one that says well what if we just see what's mm-hmm. around this corner here and then we go around the corner and it's just this isn't the moment but this is something happened with heather i'll describe it and then you say what you felt mm-hmm. so it was the rolling green hills with little farms scattered throughout and then the swiss alps and then there's like you could literally see like a storm cloud but not quite coming you know, like not, it's not raining yet, but you can see the storm coming in. And then uh, it was just all super calm and peaceful. There was like deer in a field next to us. And we had just seen a little kitty cat run up into a barn. And it's just like the most peaceful thing ever. And then, oh, there's Heather feeling what way? <laughs> yeah, it was just like overwhelming because it was just like so beautiful and it was like hard to believe that we were like there and there's just like yeah such a calming like peacefulness about that and that that place like exists and I don't know I was just overwhelmed by everything that I was seeing and experiencing and how beautiful it all was. So yeah, I started crying because that's what I do when I'm overwhelmed with emotions. And then she gets mad and embarrassed. (laughs) And then we go up on top of a hill and for some reason this is, because Heather was already, you know, choking up and so I was like, ah, whatever. And then on top of this hill, there's a cemetery, there's a church, and then there's the storm cloud even darker, but also over here, is the, it's all the Swiss Alps. And so we were up even higher. And then it's how I would describe 
what the best way I can put it is the opposite of a panic attack is what I felt as you were looking at these mountains and I started like breathing in quicker and I was like, Oh, what? Like you don't, I didn't know what was going on. I was just like probably the cemetery, something about the beauty of life and the, you know, also death is just as beautiful because you're able to experience life in order to die. Mm -hmm. So blah, 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 Mm -hmm. whatever. Just something like that, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but then I started breathing in and out super heavy and I just started crying and I was just like, Oh, they got me. Yeah. Got you too. Whatever that is. There is a untranslatable to English word uh, from it's Japanese. Mm. It's, uh, it's called yugen. So it has no like English translation, right? But um, you know, the, it's it's a description of things in English, which is like when you see a a flock of geese going out behind the trees, and then you see a mountain in front of you. But you don't wonder about what's on the other side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. It's like a moment where you're feeling there's no questions mm-hmm. about what you're experiencing. And that's the word yugen. Because hmm. I wasn't really questioning anything Mm-mm. that was going on. I was just like overwhelmed by everything. Right. And nothing was happening though. Yeah, so, that's true. So it was just like... You're so at peace, it's overwhelming. Like yeah. the, the calmness of the moment is what overwhelms you because you are so peaceful. Mm-hmm. Just like when things in your life are too hectic, you can like freak out. Right. And, and feel a, overwhelmed. Yeah. Have a panic attack, right? And that's why I say the opposite of a panic attack because it's just like, what is happening right now? Like, this is too peaceful. It can't be too yeah. peaceful, but somehow it was. Yeah. Everything just. Wasn't anything coming together. Yeah. But everything came together to make me freaking uh Yeah. Get allergies. Right. Just kidding. Yeah, I cried. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Heather cried too. Heather cried when I was describing. Yeah, but I do that, so mm. So that's top five right now that I could think of. Oh well, see there's the northern lights. <laughs> uh in Casual. Alaska. Yeah. And then Yosemite, we just went. And you said top five. I know. You're getting greedy. That wasn't anything in the National Parks extravaganza. Mm-mm. That has its own category, I guess. And Big Bend, we're sleeping on Big Bend because we went there in 2020 and I still haven't edited yeah. anything from it. But that's really cool, too. Anyways, what are you ready now to speak about your top five? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not going to rank mine either because I can't. But, um, yeah, I would say Angel's Landing is definitely one for me because, yeah, that was, like, the first moment kind of where I just realized that maybe I'm not as big of, like, a scaredy cat as I, like, thought I was and other people thought I was. Um, Like, it was just a moment where I was, like, I'm a little bit more stubborn than scared, you know? Um, So accomplishing that was a pretty big deal for me, not only, like, physically, but mentally, 
because I didn't want, like everything in my body was like, no, absolutely not. And it's such a good thing that I did not see it beforehand. Like I hadn't seen pictures of it. I didn't know what it looked like. I hadn't seen the chain. I knew there was chains because you told me, but I didn't really know what that meant Um, because that might have made me be too scared. But knowing that I can be put in that situation and not run from it and kind of like face it head on and have a good time and yeah like not even complain the whole time I did complain on like Walter's Wiggles and stuff like that because it was just like hell but on the actual chain parts like I wasn't complaining because I don't know it was almost even fun Walter's Wiggles I think that's what it's called it is it's funny Mm -hmm. it's the Worst the co- four thousand switchbacks. Worst collection of switchbacks. Yeah. <sighs> Uphill the whole way, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say another moment for me is Devil's Hall Trail in Guadalupe. Um, that was like really it was like the first hike we did on the National Parks extravaganza trip. And that's really loud. Is anything in the note? Okay. Um, Hold on. We do have a lawnmower. If it's noticeable. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so that was just, I don't know what it was, but there was just like such a sense of peace that came over me in that hike. Like I just felt like, like me, like I just didn't have a care in the world like I felt so like light and then I was just like hopping on all the rocks and like have it like I felt like a kid you know um it might have been it might have felt like that too because it was like winter break and I was still teaching and I had like made it to that finish line and then we were going on this big trip which is amazing but it's also like a lot of work on my end prior to like going And so that was, like, the first moment where I got to, like, experience the payoff of my hard work. And it was, like, a really fun trail. And I love, like, jumping on rocks. And so that was totally my vibe. First time you got to experience your hard work for that specific trip. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was just, I don't know. Maybe I was, like, more ready to feel that and like really like appreciate like what I can do and how beautiful it can be and like the air was nice and I don't know it was just fun and like I didn't know again I didn't know what to expect so like it's called Devil's Hall Trail and you're supposed to like make it to this hall and we kept going and then we didn't know like where the hallway was and so yeah, kind of like having that unexpected factor. And then when you get there, you're like, oh, that's why it's called Devil's Hall Trail. Because um, I kept, again, being like, are we there yet? Like, are we there yet? And then, yeah, that moment when you, like, get there and you you know that you're there because, duh. Yeah. Um, I would say... Yeah, another, maybe I'm like an adrenaline junkie a little bit. Because, of course, one of mine is going to be paragliding. 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or tandem paragliding. Um, what about that? Well, yeah, it was in um, Austria. And, um, yeah, we went up on top of a mountain, and we met two cool dudes. Um, Hoovy and Stefan. Stefan. And I think it's Stefan. Like, it's, like, with a P, just P. Um, but... Yeah, and they, we tandem paraglided down the freaking Alps. Um, so that was, I mean, it, you feel like a bird. Like, that has to be, like, as close as it gets to feeling like that. You're just, like, literally floating through the air peacefully. The takeoff is not as peaceful, but it's also, like, an adrenaline rush, and then you get, and then you actually, like, get off the ground, and you're doing it, and it's, such an incredible feeling and again it was another time where I was like you know like maybe five years ago ten years ago I wasn't the girl that would be paragliding off the Alps but I think that's because I wasn't the girl who I was because I am the girl that paraglides off the Alps so you have to go through your comfort zone outside of your comfort zone to learn what you like. Yeah, I would have never known that I liked that because I'd never obviously been exposed to something like that. But, yeah, so that was <laughs> incredible. Um, yeah, I think you did a really good – like, I don't feel like I have to explain that one that much because the video that you made is pretty much, like, perfectly explains, like, how magical it was without even saying anything, really. <laughs> it just, like, shows – the experience yeah check it out go mm -hmm. there do that on youtube paragliding through the alps on christmas day yeah i think that's the video name mm -hmm. there's one with the gopro it just shows heather's like gopro footage of like the whole flight and my little girlish squeals yeah and then there's one of me or well i edit my perspective with heather's point of view mm -hmm. like because she has the gopro on her head and i have i'm holding a camera so then we like look at each other sort of at the same time yeah that's cool too like from that experience once you edited that and to like realize that like we kept just like looking back at each other at the same time and like just like kind of in sync even though we were having two separate experiences really yeah but that's fun yeah how they didn't do the total loop-de-loops yeah but there's a part i didn't feel like i did do the full loop mm -hmm. but in the video it shows like yeah all the know, way around it's yeah. Kinda, yeah yeah well i was like messing with camera settings as i was flying and then you're like i'm upside down yeah i was literally <laughs> like i need to take a photo yeah and a video and so i was like i need to change the settings mm -hmm. and i was like spinning around my face was my face was like sagging from the <laughs> g-forces yeah and the wind yeah so that's where we at three Mm -hmm. uh, Zion. I feel like I'm running out. Um, Zion. Devil's Hall. Devil's Hall. First hike and then paragliding. Mm -hmm. You're running out, huh? Yeah. Um, what else have you done with your life? Well, um, I, mean, I have a couple swirling. And I'm think of like Somerville. Them. Oh. With the puppies. Oh, yeah. I guess that, yeah, that one's not like in a, 
adrenaline one, so I forget about that one. But, yeah, I guess one of our first camping trips, it was the first one with the dogs, um, camping with the dogs. And it was, like, when we first kind of started, like, the idea of go there, do that. Originally, it was like, let's go, like, we're not really allowed to go anywhere, so let's just go to all the state parks and, like, film there and see what happens, and um, it was an excuse to go camping. We were camping in a tent, and it was our first uh, camping trip with the dogs after we'd kind of got, you know, our feet under us with how we, like, knowing how to camp, and yeah, I remember just, like, sitting in the hammock, and with everything going on, like, that was probably the worst, um, year for, like, teaching that I had, by probably, I mean, that was the worst year, um, for teaching that I had, it was really just, like, difficult. 2020? Yeah, 2020 to 2021, um, so it was just really hard to, like, separate that, and then camping was, like, it was like you gave me a life raft because it was like, it was a lot of work because it's like, okay, how do you camp? Literally, like, stay one night because I couldn't get, like, two nights in a row because everybody else was camping at that time too. And so it was really hard to book anything. And so we'd, like, go Saturday night only. But it was, like, worth it. Um, all that, like, extra stress. But it was, like, a different kind of stress and a peaceful stress and, um, like, an escape. And, um, yeah, I just remember, like, sitting in the hammock and realizing that I could, like, separate that stress from me and, like, feel calm because I don't know if I'd really felt that in, like, a long time to just, like, be able to breathe and, like, take in my surroundings and notice, you know, the world around me and how beautiful it is and was and we had the puppies there with us so that was like important too because I wanted them to like be able to be included in that um, if it was something that we were going to do a lot you call it an escape it might have been an entrance yeah you know what I mean yeah, like it felt like an escape at the time, mm-hmm. but it was like entering a portal to like <laughs> me, like finding more about finding more out about who like I even am. Yeah, outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would Lake Somerville be in the top five? Mm. Yeah. Garner State Park, that time we drove up uh, oh, Friday. That would not be in the top five. It takes three hours <laughs> to drive there. And yeah. we only had Friday night, right? Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah. And we drove three hours there. We stayed one night and then drove three hours. We had to check out. And our, we had the dogs. Check out at what time? 12. We still went up Old Baldy. Mm-hmm. At sunrise. At Garner. At the sunrise with O'Malley and Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. O'Malley wasn't as good of a walker back then, so he was just dragging you. Dragging me up the mountain, yeah. yeah. So. 
Yeah. But that was fun. Yeah. That was sunrise. Like, that was, we could see the sun. Yeah. Like, we were up early. Yeah, like, we used to be really good at that. <laughs> it is harder to wake up these days. Yeah. Well, we've gotten more I think there, yeah, I think there's, like, less, um, I'm trying to think of the word for it, like, um, desperation, like, to feel, like, I think when we were, it was, like, we have to do this, like, it felt like something that we had to do, not even something that we wanted to do. And so, like, getting up at sunrise was just, like, we have to do this. Like, are we going to see another sunrise like this? You know, like, I don't know. That's how and it then, would be. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Why don't we feel like that anymore? Well, because we know, like, we're more at peace. Like, that's um, not being, That makes sense. Yeah. It's not like being yeah. at peace when you're saying you have to do this thing. That's I true. mean, whatever. I'm trying to say it's like, yes, there's passion and that never goes away. Mm-hmm. I always say a need. I always say. You said it, started said it, saying it last I week. I said yeah. it like last week. Yeah. So I've always said it. Uh, what is it? A need is just a want that won't go away until you die. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just explaining like whenever you, like you breathe, you eat, whatever. That's a, it's a want that won't go away until you die. Because mm-hmm. if you want to eat but you can't it'll go away once you die (laughs) yeah and then if you have like a passion for something though Mm -hmm. it's like it's like a want like you don't really have to Mm -hmm. pursue the passion like you could let it fizzle out just like you wouldn't eat for a while and then that fizzles you out literally Mm -hmm. like a passion doesn't go away until you die yeah but sometimes you don't know what it is Mm -hmm. like you don't know what you really want to do Mm-hmm. But you know you want to do something. Like if you're not doing what you want to do, you know it. Yeah. You don't know exactly what you want to do. You just know it's not this. Yeah. And so you have to keep experiencing new things and rotating through life of different things. And then you're like, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's what I, how I got into video. But it was always kind of there. Like I can feel these little, when I think back in my memories there were all these little moments that I always remember, but it had something to do with like a video when I was little. Like mm-hmm. I did a commercial in high school for some class and it was like the only time ever like we yeah. did a video project. Yeah. And I was like, that was super fun. Like I was the most excited about it and I was like directing a commercial and everything and it was like funny. But so most people were just like, eh, whatever. whatever. Yeah. And then, I mean, of course, we watched Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And then when I would watch the behind the scenes of Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson was like, yeah, we had like a camera. And I was like, what? Like they had people behind the screen. Like I couldn't, it like blew my mind. Yeah. Because I was like, there's people that make this. Like right. I never thought about what made it happen. Mm-hmm. And so then I started watching all the behind the scenes on everything. And then I was like, oh, that guy, there's like a, like a whole crew. There's like hundreds of people that were a part of this. Mm-hmm. And then Lord of the Rings is one of the, you know, the trilogy, the greatest movies yeah. of all time. They're my favorite still. But I think that's why, well, they're my favorite. Or they might just be the greatest ever. I appreciate them more, though, because I watched them as a kid. Yeah. And April 13th is the 20th anniversary of when Return of the King was released. 
2003. And try to catch it in theaters. Um, so, uh, I don't know if you can hear that lawnmower, and I apologize, but I'm probably going to keep it in because I don't know how to edit it out. But if you can't hear it, just ignore me. It's just bugging it's me. It's just really loud to yeah, us. It's, yeah, it's loud to us. Um, but we live in a neighborhood. We're in a house right now. And there's mm-hmm. people mowing their lawns outside because it's Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful day. It's a nice day. We did go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... I haven't said my fifth one. Wow. If you're interested. Will it take a while? Why? Uh, ew. Like, what? What else? Yes, that would be great. Like, I was like, we need something. Like, there was something else we were going to get to. (laughs) Yes, it's fine. Yes, go ahead. You have the floor. I have your permission. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. The camera's on you. Okay. Well, now I have to think of it. I didn't have it in my head. I just didn't want you to forget about it. Wait. It's the last one. So I'm like... It's important, so I didn't have it, like, picked out yet, but I just didn't want you to be like, all right, and that's it. You're putting too much pressure on it. Yeah, I know. Okay. Okay. It's hard. Like. Well, mm. now there's now there's too much around it. Now you put too much pressure on it. I know. So then you're going to be, like, never deciding. The be- I think I'm just going to go for it because it keeps, okay. it's the one Which that one? keeps popping up. And then I'm like, no, not just, that one. Just tell us that and one. And then it just keeps coming. It might change later. But whenever, it wasn't the Northern Lights, but we were in Alaska to see the Northern Lights. But then we like, well, first of all, we did something that we never do. And we like went to like the visitor center in Fairbanks um, because we like didn't know what to do during the day because, you know, the Northern Lights happen at night. And then we, like, I don't, I'm not great with, like, geography, so I didn't realize beforehand, but, like, one of the people there was, like, oh, like, Denali is, like, two hours away from here, like, a two-hour drive. And then we were, like, oh, well, maybe, like, one of the days, like, during the day, we could drive to Denali and go see what that's like, you know. And so we did, and it was, like, our last day there, um... And it was just so crazy because we had been there, like, what, eight months before that or so? Um, But, like, in the summer. And so we get there, and, of course, it's, like, snowy because it's Alaska in the winter. And um, there was, like, no one there. Like, it was just so quiet. And, like, it just looked completely different than what we had seen even though we had seen it already um and it wasn't as cold as it was in the nights when we were like trying to watch the northern lights (laughs) and so it was like a nice break to like experience something beautiful and like majestic and then not be like so cold that it's like hard to function um like it was in the nights but I don't know I just really like enjoyed seeing Denali and like that light as well I just think it's like special that like we've been able to see it 
all green and like you know rolling vast mountains and hills and then also like in its snowy wonder you know it just seems so desolate and beautiful all at once that's a good one yeah. it's a good fifth one mm-hmm. am i leaving anything else out well, we've what? I don't want to move on until you. No, say. no, no. I've said, I've said my five. I'll leave it at that. Hmm. All right. So back to puppies and kittens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, uh, we know which one's better. I'm looking through my notes here. Have you been taking those the whole time we've been talking? No. Oh. This is. This is a notebook that I had of new words that I've learned. Okay. And I wrote them down. And I don't remember what any of these mean until I read them again. Okay. Like repast. Mm, what's that? A meal or food at a meal. R-E-P-A-S-T. Mm. I might be saying it wrong. Mm. Anyways. Um, I have smoosh after top five. Oh. We, uh, found him on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Well, I found... I think he should be his own episode. He will be. Okay. Yeah. This isn't a real episode. This is just talking about what we're going to oh talk about. Oh my gosh. We haven't even done a real episode. <laughs> this is exhausting. This is the real episode. It's you get good nuggets out of the yeah, yeah, yeah. candid stuff. I guess so. Like I don't I'm not scheduling out exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Um I mean we will eventually once we talk about the same thing a hundred times over and over again. Yeah. So You think we'll ever run out of things to talk about? Like we talk all the time. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Um, we do talk all the time. This is a big reason why we made the podcast is because... That's why I agreed to it, because I was like, well, it won't be that much like more work. It's actually, This is 100% real. We might actually be have been talking about these things if we weren't doing a podcast. Yeah. So that's why we started one. And it gives you some insight, some background information... Um, you know, all that, whatever else you want. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see Heather's cool background there with the purple. Yeah. Which I really like. And then my Why'd background. purple? My background is just this wall here because there's not really a practical decoration that you could put directly behind me. I know you could do, like, wallpaper, but it also has to be approved by Heather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wallpaper's a commitment. Wallpaper's a lot of commitment. I do have a photo above me. But yeah, you're just not tall enough. I might just show a photo of it later or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a photo I took um, above me, which is cool. Because um, this has to be functional. Yes. For our everyday lives, too. That's my rule. And that's a rule of the podcast. So, moving on to uh, Cece. Oh, interesting. Choice of subject. Well, we got... Okay. M- many people... So to break down, we... First cat. Current, first animal. Yeah. Like, we have... 
We currently have two cats and one dog. We used to have two dogs and one cat. Um, recently, our sweet baby girl, Danny, um, passed away unexpectedly um, at 12. And um, But we have O'Malley, who we've had since a puppy, and he'll be eight in April. And then we have Smoosh, who will be two in April. And we found him on the side of the road. And then we have Cece, who I also found on the side of the road, but I had before we were, like, together. Um, yeah, she'll be 10 this year. Yeah, you got her right before we, like, Yeah, started dating. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she's probably the mo- most, like, chill one in the house. She just kind of hangs out, does her thing, doesn't cause too much trouble. And that's our first animal. Mm-hmm. We usually talk about the dogs and everything, but mm-hmm. Cece has one of the best kitty cat lives ever. Oh, yeah. So she she's relaxed. She has all the pillows and stuff. She likes being alone. When we go on trips, she's it's yeah. like she throws a party. Yeah, we load up everyone in the van, and Cece's like, bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We even take Smoosh with us sometimes camping, and Cece really doesn't care that she doesn't go. She prefers if he goes. Mm-hmm. They're not friends acquaintance their roommates that argue mm-hmm. so anyways yeah um but yeah those are the animals and then we will talk about i'm out of things so i'm okay with just ending it right here yeah mm-hmm. okay this is pretty good yep okay so do you want to say it what what am i supposed to say do we have a catchphrase or something yeah what? I was hoping you would say it. I don't know what it is yet. But thanks for watching. Uh, this was episode two of the Go There, Do That podcast. We're just picking some topics. If you have any other topics that you might want us to talk about, let us know. Because we can get as specific as possible, as philosophic, <laughs> philosophical as possible. We can, mm-hmm. we can just talk about the mundaneness of our lives, playing mm-hmm. Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Mm-hmm. Or we can talk about uh heather can talk about like spreadsheets and google docs and all that (laughs) and planning Mm -hmm. um i can just talk about videos or something but anyways so long freeze frame that.